Hello, everybody. Hi, everybody. Jamie and Marcus here. Welcome to Test of Time. Absolutely. Where we share our love, passion, and hustle for the restaurant industry. Uh, this is Jamie and Marcus. We own a Roman Time Bistro in Ellenville, New York since 2003. Been around for about 20 years. Yes, we have. And uh, we are here to drop some of our stories, knowledge, inspiration, and hopefully some of our success tips to help other restaurateurs. Absolutely. And today's episode number nine. Yes, it is. And we are going to talk about the number one issue in this industry, which is staffing, staffing, finding staff, finding qualified, good staff, finding people that, um, that help grow your business. And, uh, that has been, that has been something that we've been dealing with for 20 years. Uh, just yeah. bringing in staff that that are reliable, that are hardworking, that are that want to learn, all of those types of things. So, We've done a good job. We absolutely have done a good job. So we're not. So hopefully, we can share some knowledge on what we've done to help other people because we really don't complain that we don't have enough staff. You don't complain. I mean, there's always, you can always find something wrong with your staff. Absolutely. You easily walk in and say, this is wrong. That's wrong. And find anything that's going wrong. It's harder to catch people doing something right for most people. For most people. Yes. Yeah, for most bosses. Right. So most bosses, you know, there's so many topics on this. There's really so many topics on this from being a coach versus a boss from always recruiting from the training aspect, um, just from the whole thing. But let's talk about the interview process. Absolutely. Since that's what we did all day today. We did. Or felt like all day we did the interview process. We did. I feel like I've been interviewing people for a couple of days now and setting up interviews. And um, we are looking for some more employees uh, in our front of the house. Our back of the house right now seems to be really good, but we kind of flip flop sometimes where we're looking for front of the house uh, when we're right. not when we're good in the kitchen. We're looking for kitchen when we're good in the dining room. So um, we we seem to flip flop uh, back and forth. We have some A players in the kitchen right now. Absolutely, like we can open up seven days a week for what we have <laughs> in the kitchen. We've got some, and it's and I know it's too much staff, but it's hard to be like, well, I've got all these A players that want to do so it's like i'm finding work for them we're making the menu bigger we're doing things that are more labor intensive so we're adding extra work because i want to keep them busy i don't want to lose these a players right and even though you're like when you look at it like we really don't need an extra a player. i know we were talking about that today right like right. not the needing them yeah so it's like okay what can we do to bring more specials in to make the menu more exciting do this so we can actually utilize that a player and turn that a player and another that extra a player into profit absolutely so let's talk about the interview process first of all we like to recruit even when we don't need anybody well, you always need more people. You never know what's going to happen from day to day. Perfect. And that's the biggest thing. You never know what's going to happen. You know, I, you know, we just lost an employee that we'd had for nine months. Um, we thought she would be here for a while. And all of a sudden she turned around and she gave her two week notice. So. Right. But prior to that, we hired somebody that was totally extra that we were finding work to do. Right. 
She was working in the office. She was helping with the Airbnbs. We even put her in the kitchen a shift or so because she could work in the kitchen. And she was gung-ho and she came to us and she wanted to work for us. And we were like, okay, we don't have a position, position, but let's find somewhere to put you for now. And then as we get busier, we'll put you in the other position that you really wanted. So she had literally cross-trained in every single position Mm -hmm. and could do every position. And then all of a sudden, she was only with us a month, and then she gets up and quits. Right. Um, some issues that became our issues, and you know, then they can't work here anymore. So we're like, okay, no big deal, because she was just extra. But then somebody else has a medical issue right? and such and such, and now all of a sudden, they gave notice. Right. <laughs> so now we're legitimately down one person. Right. Two people quit. Right. So or two people left. Two people like left. they didn't really quit for bad reasons. No, they but they, they left. Yes. All right. So we put that out on. But now we've. De- but I think the most important thing for us is that we decide to hire the right person now. You know that is really important. So go ahead. You put. So I out- had a conversation with another restaurant owner recently, and they were calling for a reference, and I said. Like, how long do you want from this person? Are you happy hiring somebody who's going to get you three months? Or do you want somebody to get you one or two years? And they go, Marcus, I'm just concerned about three months. And I'm like, like, wow. Like, somebody admitting that they don't care how long they get out of an employee. And three months is nothing to bring somebody in to train them, to get them to speed, to think like. You're going to start all over again and get them three months. Yeah. Folks, Folks, it is your fault that you're not hiring better people. You might claim that people aren't applying for your jobs. You might claim that there's no workforce out there. We're in the same situation as everybody else, but we've built a culture and we've made, we've just, I think we've made a great workplace. We have. I think overall. And is culture, there is a, culture is very important to us. And that was a, a big key of what we, talked about today in a lot of our interviews um, you know we had i don't know five interviews today at four yeah and and that was a big part of what we talked about is culture and how important that is to us and you can feel when somebody walks in the door if they're going to be a good fit for your culture you can you agree you can yeah you can you can because we've we've we're at a point now where we've made our 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 statement on our quality of food the farm to table the health aspects the good bar and people apply to us because they want like we had we had an interview yesterday and she was so excited she's not okay she's an a player but she can't work a certain day and she has limitations in the summer and she's leaving in august right and we're like, this A player is so, so gung-ho. So gung-ho. She's like, I'm ready to jump back there now and make drinks. I've never heard of that. I've never heard of that. Never heard of that brand. I, I'm so excited. What are that? I can't, you know. She's like, I'm ready to come in and make drinks right now. Like, And we're like, oh, my gosh. She's like, I'll do your training, this and that. And we're like, but there's limitations. So for us, to hire somebody, knowing we're only going to get three months out of them, that's a tough one. A tough. And I, I think it's a talent to be able to look at people that are super qualified and say, but you're not the quite, you're not everything I need. So I have to pass on you. It's tempting. It is. And I, I, I said, well, can we find something for her to do? Right. What can we find for her to do? But the truth is that 
no matter what way we look at it, she's leaving in August. Yes. Right. And so we can use her from now till August, maybe not in a, in a, in a set position, maybe moving her around, maybe finding things for her to do. We're both tired. It's been a long day. (laughs) But, but is it worth it to put somebody in that type of position? So I would hire her for, to come in to write a cocktail menu, get us to the next level, right? create a training program for the next level, and train other people for the next level. Right. I don't think I can hire her to work a, a set, a set position, position and rely yes. upon her for that. Right. So, you know, so our interviews today were, were very interesting and very different, right? We had yes. four, right? Um, we had one yesterday. Was it yesterday? yesterday. Yeah, one yesterday. Yep. Or the night before, no Sunday. Two yesterday, two whatever it was. We're on our. We did four interviews. But anyway, today. so you know, when you look at all of these different employees and you look at at the qualities that they all have, and they probably all will make good employees, or will work. Some will work harder than others. You have to look at a couple of things when they walk in the door, right? Do they smile? Are they friendly? Um, will they fit your culture? And those were all things that we kind of looked at when they walked in the door and then we sat down with them and you just didn't get that feel from some of them. So last year, last year when we had a certain employee apply a year ago, she sat at the bar, filled an application and bought a glass of wine. Yes, she did. She bought a glass of wine and she looked at the wine list and she was like, but the wine shoes, I'd like a glass of wine. So immediately I thought, well, gee, Here's somebody who is into wine. This is perfect because right. we have a great wine list. This is a, for me that was a great sign. People might say, "Oh my gosh, how dare somebody order a glass of wine during the they come in to fill out right, right. fill out an application." But, but I'm yeah. like, "Wow!" So then, my coach in his office they have alcohol. There's alcohol. There's a beer cooler. We've been yeah, in there that's right. in Vegas. So he has alcohol and everything in his office, and he goes. If I've hired people that are drunks, it's my fault. Like if I, if somebody can't responsibly have a beer and work, then something's wrong. And I'm me as the boss, got to get rid of them. Like I wouldn't hire drunks. I wouldn't hire people that, so, you know, it's not. What is your point there? The problem is not the alcohol. (laughs) Right. The problem is what you put up with. Right. Right. And what the employee thinks they can get away with. So here's somebody who's orders a glass of wine. I'm like, okay, they know wine. They like wine. This is a perfect fit for us. So that was like a checkbox. Like, okay, great. She filled one of those, one of one of, one of those um, requirements that we need. So back to today. So we were in Bill Glazer and Dan, Bill Glazer. So Dan Kennedy and Bill Glazer, Glazer inside circle. So we were in, um, we've seen Bill Glazer speak several times. And the one, remember the one time I think it was in Philadelphia or DC, he spoke about the interview process. Do you remember that? I do. And he was like, you just aren't asking the best questions. You have and to ask good questions. You have to ask good questions. You have to keep following up and you have to back somebody into the corner. So if somebody says, well, I was the line cook at Jack's Bistro, you would then say, great. What time did you come into work every day for Jack's Bistro? And what did in, you do there? What did you do? How many people did you work with? How many omelets were you cooking in the morning? Should you crack all your eggs at one time? If you left that job, I mean, if we called your your boss from that job, 
what would they say about you? What would they say about you? Did you leave on good terms? So there's a lot of questions that you can follow up on that will get you the answers that you are looking for. The resume is basically to, to, how do I want to say this? See what experience they've had. So then to fabricate and and, and highlight their accomplishments, highlight, right? It's their, 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 highlight their accomplishments and hide their failures is what a resume is. So for us, there's probably certain industries that you don't need to be a good interviewer to be a good employee. But for us, you need a good interviewer because that interviewer is going to be in front of your guests all the time talking. And they're a representation of your business and your culture and what you're doing. At least in our restaurant business, unless they're positioned back of the house, unless they're, they're back not. Of the house. But right? today we were today we front were interviewing house. in front of the house. Front house. So I would say, any everybody who walked in the door, nobody was stupid. No, nobody. No, was they were all smart. Were they all fit for our job? No, no they weren't. No, not at all. Uh, but they were all smart in their in their own capacity. And so, so, what are some of the questions we like to ask? So, first of all back to the thing about just narrowing in and, and pushing them into a corner just keep pushing them like going back to breakfast how many eggs did you crack every day what time is breakfast who's responsible for cleanup who's responsible for writing the menu how did you poach an egg how just you so they because anybody can say oh i cook breakfast at jack's bistro but what is what is cooking breakfast at jack's bistro really mean right until you start finding and probing in so what are some other questions that you we like to ask so we asked questions like, what are your six month goals? What is your year goals? Uh, where do you see yourself um, in the next couple of months? Um, we asked questions like- the goals, the goals are good. I like that question. Because some people- What are your right hobbies? Right? Some right? people know right away. And if they're more specific, you're like, oh, wow, that's great. But everybody, everybody always wants to make more money. They always want more time with their family. So those are just general goals. I like to ask what books have they read last? Mm-hmm. This sometimes will surprise me. With what it. are your hobbies? What are your hobbies? What do you enjoy outside of your professional mm-hmm. skills? Mm-hmm. I think it's a good question. What are your, what professional skills do you like to use? I love, I love that question. Yes. Because what you find is you're interviewing people that are good people, but you're interviewing them for the wrong job. Right. And you've all of a sudden find and sometimes out. Sometimes you can find out that, that, they don't really want to be a server or a busser or work in the dining room. They want to do something else. And maybe they'd be a better fit for your business in another capacity. They're just applying for a job because they need to make money. Right. But all of a sudden you can find out this person knows how to do great office work. Or social media social or take media. pictures or, or right. Right. They're just applying for a job to make money. And you might think that, hey, wow, you know, this person is not really what I'm looking for. So what else do you like to do? I love these questions because it really gets, you know, you know, if you could get paid for a skill right now, what would that skill be? Yes. And you're like, wow. Then once you start talking about things they love, they're a totally different person. Yes. They They open up, they start smiling, they start, they start enjoying the interview and talking and looking for approval and all of those sorts of things, which is, you know, which is nice. Right. Yeah. So it's a totally, then it relaxes them. Yes. Uh, let's see what else on this. Ooh, um, so I mean, we have a we have a whole list of questions, um, and I hear people like saying, "Well, I like to ask, like, what kind of animal would you be?" I don't know what that accomplishes. 
Well, it gets them to talk, I guess. It gets them to talk. I don't know, I don't know what the. Well, what 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 kind of animal would you be? I, I don't. <laughs> I, I I don't want to put thought into that. I want to put thought into the skills that are used for the job <laughs> and me improving myself. Well, I, I don't. Maybe put... they want to know if you're going to be a uh, kangaroo and hop around your job. Maybe they want to know if you are going to be a okay. kitten and meow. So if I had to or be... a dog and bark and growl, if I had to be an animal. I would say it would have to be some type of a bird. A I have, bird. I, I have dreams of flying. I have dreams all the time of me flying, having this flying superpower. And I just think that a bird would fit me for that because a bird flies. That's a good super. That's so, a good, I mean, uh, yeah. But that has nothing to do with my job, I don't think. Well, maybe you like to look from above. Maybe that's what that means. Maybe I like to soar like an eagle. Right. So you never know. I Attack mean, it's like not a falcon. Well, that's probably true. <laughs> you are an attacker like a falcon. <laughs> you like to swoop in and like a peregrine falcon, like a peregrine falcon, yeah. ninety miles an hour. Yes, I'm swarming in. Yeah, swooping in, swooping in, swooping in, buzzing in. Yes, yes. Um, let's see what. So else? we have peregrine falcons here on the mountain. You're getting off. Not the to change the subject. Are you totally? But have off you the you've heard them buzz by before because we've been out hiking. And you can hear them coming, and they're just buzzing. And all of a sudden, you see this flash go by. There's a peregrine falcon at yeah. 90 miles an hour buzzing past you. Yes. So, yeah. So, I like to skip that question. I, I thought it was cool at one point, at some point. When I, <laughs> we, think, you I know, when we, I first heard, heard of the question. We've used a lot of different interview um, questions, skills that we've learned over the years. And I actually think... Our interview today, interviews today were probably some of the best. Best, I agree. So I think we've definitely increased. And I think the more practice you get, the more prepared you are, the better you're going to be at interviewing people. Um, I think something super important that a lot of people don't do, and we're guilty of it sometimes too, is not handing them the job description. Hmm. We're 50-50 on that. Sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. Or we, we send it to them after the fact, fact when they come to work for us. Yeah, I think a good time to talk to them about it is in the beginning when you're interviewing. Well, I think them. it's when you, I think it's when you hire them because they, they're they have expectations and now they know what your expectations right. are. Right here, so the I think years. it's more when you hire them when they should get it rather than in an interview. Because really? you're talking, yeah, because you're going to talk about you're you're talking in an interview. You're going to talk about the things that are required of them, and now it's in writing, okay. and they I get see, it once they're hired. I see what you're saying. Right? Like, I you're see. not going to, if they didn't get the job, why would you go over what their job duties are going to be? Well, you're sort of having the job, you, the you, interview. Right, exactly. Okay, I see what you're saying. So, all right. Um, What were your low points in, a, in the last mm -hmm. previous job? Um, What would you do differently in a job? I love that question. If you went back there, what, what would you would do you differently? differently? Yes. Um, Is there anything that, that you feel that you could have done better or that you did right. really well? I heard something in another somebody else was saying that they don't they don't like to look at the resumes of people they're going to interview they like a separate committee to do that mm. because when john or jennifer or joe walks in and sits in front of them they don't want any preconceived notions of the person's accomplishments or lack of accomplishments interesting they want to make their 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 decisions based upon eagerness interesting in the, in the actual interview itself versus oh joe you work for this great restaurant this great chef this great look at this look at this and just assume the fact that they know that right because i was taught 
by my one of my mentors, Peter Timmons. He goes, you know, you go work for one of these Michelin three star places. Nobody's ever gonna care what you did there. Yeah, no, you can go wash dishes for Marco Pierre White for but Thomas if they Keller. See the name on your resume. They just see Thomas Keller on your yeah. resume. They just they're like, oh, you oh, work no. for Thomas Keller. Right. They're not gonna. They don't care what you they did. Don't care. No, they don't. So care. I know that trick. Yeah, and <laughs> you, you know what? You can't really tell much from a resume at all. No. It's always in person. It's always, you know, how the person, um, you know, is sitting, how their their demeanor, will they fit in, how they talk, all of that stuff, all makes a difference in in yep. the hiring process. Some so. people swear that they follow the person out to their car to make sure their car is clean. Oh, I've, I've heard that from many people. I've heard that before. So kind of actually, the drive, yeah. See if it's clean, yeah. see if they're organized. Right. But the more you do interviews, the better you're going to get. Um, the more you do them, uh, the, the more comfortable you're going to feel. I like that because when I was a young chef, I would go on interviews to practice. Yes. You as the boss should be interviewing people so you can practice. Yeah, we should even do that even if you know the candidate's not good when they sit down or in the first couple of minutes, Go through the whole process of the interview because it's only going to help you it's become a better, better exactly, interviewer. Exactly. So I'd like to close with really the best interviews on the job. Come work a shift. So we also, that is also required. So you're not hired right away. You uh, come in, you work a shift and we talk about it because you might love it. You might hate it. It might be for you. It might not be for you. And the best way to find out if you fit in or how they fit in a new employee is to watch them work and see them interact with everybody. So hundred percent. Yes. And I always tell them, you're not going to hurt our feelings. Nope. If it doesn't, if you don't like it, we would like, we you would to be, like you to be a guest. We'd like you to be a guest. You know, so, that's no problem. Not a problem at all. You're always welcome as a guest. Doesn't have to work out as 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 you know a boss employee employee, employee yeah. relationship. So. Absolutely. Yep. So, all, all right. right. So those are some of our tips. Uh, this is Jamie and Marcus, and uh, restaurantgrowthsecretsuniversity.com. Check it check out. out. We Ooh. have a great <laughs> training program over there that you can train your staff uh, virtually, uh, held them accountable, which is a great program. We've been using it for years. A lot of top companies across the U.S. use it. Tony Robbins. Um, General Motors uses this. We've adapted it for the restaurant industry specifically, and there's a lot of information on it over at restaurantgrowthsecretsuniversity.com. Uh, also on that website, just lots of great video content and learning things that you can, um, you know, just we want to help you. We want to help you create your dream restaurant. Absolutely. So, so go check it out. Test of time, love, passion, and the hustle in the restaurant business. Thank you, everybody, for watching, listening, however you are tuning in to us. We really appreciate it, and we will catch everybody soon. Excellent. Bye.